0: happy camper
1: can't stay young forever man no dude thanks for reconvening us i think this is number seven right
0: yeah i think so
1: how we see it man we see it we mm, definitely we see, it. see it yeah this week's <laughs> been something so <laughs>
0: you don't say
1: we're filming this early in the morning i want to say we are dedicated we are
0: and we're going from here to another to do our radio show yeah. yeah a lot so, of talking today lots of talking today <laughs> and, but
1: before before 12 30 a lot of talking yeah bit. exactly so much to talk about here. Um, yes, and again, we're, folks, we're coming at this as um, not trying to be overly critical. We're just doing observational stuff. Two regular guys talking about current events. Definitely not trying to solve the world, but we're at, probably asking more questions and we're providing answers. Yeah. But we're not here to provide answers. We're here to just have this discussion. Exactly. So, Mr. Trump had his Mara Largo. My pronounce Mara right? Lago, a Lago, Mara Lago uh, residence raided. Uh, I'm just gonna let you start with this.
0: It's completely fucked up. Well, I mean, first I, I have a theory, uh, but I want to hear Yeah, your Okay, story. so so first, it's I believe the first former president's home to ever be raided. Right. The the warrant said it was you know the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and um. You know, criminal handling of documents, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, my understanding was Trump and his attorneys were cooperating. They're trying to they, they were saying it might have been National Archive stuff that was taken or things that he said he declassified right. Nothing's really clear, but what I don't get <laughs> I'll just say it like this, they don't fucking like Trump. That's really what it boils down to. Because if they and were it's if on they display, were, it's on display. Been, been on display. And, and what's going to happen? And here's how I think it's going to fucking backfire. Because they're doing everything they can to try and take this dude down. Because they couldn't do anything. Nothing has worked up to this point. The January 6th hearings are bullshit. All the stuff they claim has been bullshit. Now it's like, let's fucking raid the house. When they were cooperating, right? They were cooperating with the FBI and all of a sudden they do a raid, which is bullshit. The day after the raid, I think I saw. His campaign website raised more money a day than it's raised in any month to this point. First, not second, though. a lot of left-leaning people, because mm-hmm. it, it's scary. If the government can come in and do this shit right now, it's think about president. Right, think about how you and I are. Like we're average citizens, right? business owners, average people, what can the government do to us? So I started seeing all these left-leaning people on Twitter and on all the social media who were very against Trump. Like, one guy in particular, I can't remember his name, but he posted, he says, you know, I told myself I did not want Trump back in the White House. He was too toxic, all this other shit. He's like, now I want Trump to burn this motherfucker down. Mm -hmm. People are losing their mind because it puts us in a scary time. If the government can come in Really, do we even know if they had the right to do it? I mean, there's a lot of quest- legal questions involved with all of this. To a former president's residence and just rate it and take documents when he was already cooperating, like, that puts us in a very interesting time, a scary time, coupled with the whole $80 billion that's going to the IRS now to hire, you know, more agents over the next 10 years. it's It's a scary time in this country, my friend. So, so I want to hear your
1: theory. Um,
0: I don't know. I, I, th- the one
1: thing I try to do for the entire podcast, mm-hmm. not just our series together mm-hmm. here, but I think you've done enough shows with me to know that I I don't want to be branded that conspirac- conspiracy guy no, or that all. conspiratorial. No, we do fun stuff like UFO shows and things. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I understand what a conspiracy is, but I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist yeah. um, as my go-to. Right. <laughs> But there are things that I question okay. often, and here everything around Trump. The longer the um, the saga goes, mm-hmm. the more conspiratorial at times it looks. Right, even from an outsider yes. looking in. You know, uh, and everything with Trump is always political, mm-hmm. from him, and of course from those who can't stand mm-hmm. him. It's yep. never. It's guys the uh, it's guys maybe on policy occasionally, but it really comes down to either you like the guy's brashness mm-hmm. and you like his policies, yeah, or you fucking can't stand him, right? And you think he every time he opens his mouth mm-hmm. is an insult to you yeah. or other people. Yeah, it's just a it's a philosophy thing. Yeah, you're right, hundred percent. All that being said, the argument can be made that uh, you can look at why this raid happened mm-hmm. and. All of a sudden, the, another attempt to take him down. Yeah. Or persecute or just find something to prosecute him on. Mm-hmm. Things keep kind of failing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We assume. Cause, yeah. Cause obviously it's taking a hell. If you, if you are going to find something on them. Yeah. They've had lots of shots. Two years. Nothing's really happened. Right. And it's hard for me to buy into Rocco the idea that he was somehow selling nuclear secrets to the Saudis for money. Yeah. I mean, if that was a really a concern, yeah. Don't we have enough folks that would have been looking at this at the start of uh, at the end of his first presidency, like when it, it was over, like the, people wouldn't have identified that as a problem, like right away. Why is it kind of conveniently, it's an odd thing that now. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Be conveniently. Oh, that's, that's there. They're, that's the what? essence was that the top secret documents, uh, part of the top secret documents are um, at least to an espionage act that he would be providing this information yeah. on nuclear
0: uh, secrets to the Saudis and those in Qatar. Okay. So, so I heard it was just he had, he had documents in his possession that, that were of that classified nature. I didn't realize that it was, they were, they were claiming that and he it, was. And it
1: took him a year and a half to, to finally come after that. It took the U.S., uh, it took the agencies. Yeah. The National Archives. I would think that wouldn't, the National Archives wouldn't
0: be at the forefront of an investigation like that, right? right. I, I think that's, that's a bunch of pretext. It's, it's some bullshit. And I think there's a lot, of, um, there's a lot of just speculation being tossed out there when it comes to what's going on, you know, national archives that I, I heard that, oh, it was a secret service agent that tipped off the FBI that he had these documents, which again, not a conspiracy theorist, like, like you, like you have said and, and put it eloquently. I look at just the objective facts of what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't like in law school, they teach us that they call it the smell test. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you can't articulate what's going on. It just doesn't pass the smell test. And this is one of those situations where my natural instinct tells me something else is fucking going on here. And it's really about getting him. They don't want him to run again. That's really what, a, in my mind, would well, have boils obvious, down to.
1: Right? I mean, that's obvious. Right,
0: because they know what will happen if he does. He's going to expose every fucking thing. They can't do what they did in the last election. They're not going to pull another COVID bullshit. And if he, if he runs, I truly believe, because so many people are pissed off in this country, that he will win. If he picks the right running mate, that can be a potential 12-year Republican run. Mm-hmm. And... In my mind, they're doing everything they can to prevent that because it's about self-preservation right now. Because if he comes in, he's the outsider that started exposing shit, so they got him out. If he gets back in there, he's gonna burn the motherfucker down. Yeah, it's hard to argue the logic behind that. Yeah, you don't have to be a fan or a critic,
1: no. uh, to to look at that reasonably. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just matters. You know, whether it terrifies you or whether you're rooting it on. That's where right, you live on a political standpoint. But, yep. you know, objectively looking at it, it's hard to argue. You can throw other things in there. Like, you know, um, I don't know enough about the Hunter Biden thing. I, I see the salacious Now, I see all the salacious yeah. stuff, you know, and I see all that stuff. But obviously, you know, the same kind of espionage language could easily be thrown out to him. <laughs> it's being thrown out to Trump, but nothing's flipping happening on the uh, right officially he's now being photographed hanging out with his dad at the beach you know like and it's see that kind of stuff you know it's it's kind of like i don't want to get personally involved with it but it's almost like they're flaunting yeah. Look what we're doing. It's like, bullshit. Like, almost like, fuck you. Yeah. I mean, they were asking. American them,
0: public. Fuck you. Look what we're doing. Oh, we're at the beach they with had, our money. Well, right. They asked in a hearing, I think it was this week, there was a hearing with one of the um, the uh, the attorney generals for the Department of, I think, Homeland Security or um, I can't remember what it was, but they were saying, well, what is going on with, Do you are you in possession of his laptop? And they wouldn't answer the fucking question. We can't comment on an, on an ongoing investigation. We're not asking you to comment on the investigation. We're asking you, do you or don't you have something in your possession? And if you look at all the shit that's out there on this guy, like on its face, it's fucking terrible. 100%. I mean, like he's, he's, on its face. It's, it's all,
1: well, uh, I would say a lot of what that guy did. He put out in the public, even yes. the videos, the crack and all that stuff, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that was enough to warrant
0: investigo- investi- investigatory. Yes. If that is my Movement, son, I'm locking right? him in the fucking room and being like, "Just shut the fuck up." But for But the four
1: arrogance, years. which is basically right. an implied power play—that's exactly what it is. You're 100 percent it, right. It, it's 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 something. It's breathtaking. It's yeah. like it's what Trump gets accused of doing. Yes, exactly. You know, but it's exactly just ha- right. it's unfolding here where, you know, he's getting protected by daddy. Yeah, so. and,
0: and 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 I'm, what frustrates me the most is, the rules are not the same on both sides. Mm-hmm. like it's like oh you're terrible for doing this but we're gonna do it here and it only is bad when you do it the essence of politics and man. that's what's su- that's what such but that's what's fucking paul that's why politics are terrible because the rules aren't the same i'd be fine if the rules are the same across the board like if you guys want to play this power play on both sides and everybody just it's an understood thing whatever it is what it is mm-hmm. but you can't have it one way and not the other it's just it's such bullshit so here's
1: <clears throat> the other unwritten dangerous thing mm-hmm. from my perspective is simply that if we weaponize the justice the justice system yeah okay especially at high levels yeah and which again elements of that might have been happening for decades sure. okay but if it's proven and the facts are laid out to the public and it's pretty bloody if it, if it's proven that that's been happening yeah And the result that those who are weaponizing doesn't come to fruition Mm -hmm. and they're exposed, Mm -hmm. you run the risk of the common man, which certainly we are, the common folk, no longer trusting that government entity. I mean, Mm -hmm. really not trusting it. And then that spreads to other law enforcement Mm agencies. A mentality sets in like the system's fucking rigged. Not the assumption and the laughable note that we all, of course we know the system's rigged. No, no. We really start to think that there's Mm -hmm. no validity
0: in our legal system. Yep. Right? That's really dangerous. It's happening now, though. I mean, people are questioning every system. I mean the the fabric of our society, the systems in the, you know the the, the government in the way the the establishment is set up, it's being questioned intensely right now, in my opinion. And what frustrates me, you know, as a lawyer, I remember when I was graduating law school, I had this inspiring professor, like he was amazing, Professor Ankoiak, and he gave this speech on the last day of our class. I had a labor law class, and he it was just like it gives me chills to think about it. like. He said to us, you know, we're going out in the world as lawyers. We are the gatekeepers of society. It's our job to uphold the law and protect what's right. And that has been torn apart right now. Like, I look at it as a lawyer. You know, I do business entertainment. It's a little bit different. But looking at the system and the establishment, the fucking law has become a joke and that frustrates me because i take i take a very you know I, I take a very high like i put myself up to a high standard and you know i believe that you know going through the rites of passage to to go through law school and take the bar exam and to be in a profession where mm-hmm. it's my job to uphold the law or mm-hmm. to be a gatekeeper to ensure laws are followed and it's being torn apart laughingly like that's frustrating like, that's not how this country's built, and we need to fix it. Well, there has to be a foundation, right? right. We've always had a,
1: <clears throat> a foundation of laws, yes. But uh, they, look, I don't really believe that the average Joe citizen, mm-hmm. John Q. Public, yeah, can we even say that anymore in this crazy world? Mary Q. Public, or or <laughs> they, them. Q public, whatever, whatever is person, public, public. whatever is politically correct. Yes. um, It isn't that we don't believe that there's corruption. Mm -hmm. The assumption is that politics runs on money. Yeah. Often dirty money. Mm -hmm. And the system is corrupt. But at least there is a foundation of operation that is visible to the public that is in that works within the tenets of our Constitution. Correct. The average person on the street who's paying somewhat attention Mm -hmm. and has a little bit about history can accept that. Yeah. And within that, knowing we go about our business and feel relatively good about America and safe and we we, we tend to want to be in a civil operating society. Yes. Yes. That fabric of all what I just said is slowly cracking Mm -hmm. and eroding. And it's happening in areas that, like I said, law enforcement, it's dangerous. Yes. I can't stress that enough as a citizen. Like I'm looking around like, yeah, we can say there's little tells. People are are pe- people are taking more liberties in public. They're mm-hmm. they're a little bit meaner. They're willing to get into conster nation yeah. with other people and they're willing to do things that they might not have done yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah, that's a tell. But on the broader sense, if you look at the FBI or whatever, and you really look at that as a corrupt agency, that tends to, quote unquote, trigger the nuts in society. Yeah,
0: absolutely. From right. all sides. Yep. It's just fucking dangerous. It's extremely dangerous, the situation we're in right now. And, and something has to course correct. And I'm hoping that <clears throat> at the midterm elections, we get some balance back in government to start looking at shit differently cuz that's what we need. Cuz right now it's it's too out of whack and you're right like the crazies are coming out. They see what's happening and then you have conspiracy theorists and the crazy people on both sides. So I but see here's what's fascinating. Let, let's talk about politics for a second. Okay. So if um,
1: Trump oftentimes in the last 6 years of our society gets blamed for bringing out extremism. But see, if you're really paying attention, mm-hmm. extremism, you know, has been slowly building for well before he was on yes. the fucking scene. Yes. He's outward and brash and all that, mm-hmm. which I think may have accelerated some extremists, but he didn't. I don't think he purposely did anything to, to encourage as extreme wing of any party to do no. anything. But, that movement toward extremism, I think, was just where our society's been going with the mm-hmm. breakdown of morals and the breakdown of of civility. Yeah, web related or not, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's above my, you know, that's, that's beyond my pay grade. But I'm just saying, it's not directly related to one man. Mm-hmm. There's a no. narrative from some that it is related to him, and if he mm-hmm. is eliminated. Mm-hmm. Regardless if it's a Republican or a Democrat, doesn't matter. It's going to be all better and it's going to be rosy and kind. It wasn't fucking rosy and kind in 2014, in 2012, 2010, eight, six, all the way back. You know, it's been a slow burn, Mm -hmm. and it didn't happen overnight. That's my point. And not by eliminating one man does not solve
0: the moral and the civil issues of a country. No, it's naive thinking. Well, right. In in looking at the removal of him as a sleight of hand trick. That's all it is. It's a look. Logic would tell you. It's like all this shit's happening, but it's really him. So let's remove him. All this shit's still going to go on, but we're going to make the average person think it's better now because he's gone. Really, the same shit's happening. The same. The corruption is there. He was just exposing a lot of the shit because he was the outsider. 100%.
1: 100%. In government well, we and never establishment. Had one. We no, we never, never had, had, had and, one. And the one that we happened to get as the first one had, you know, he doesn't care about. He, he, listen, it's one thing to get an outsider in, but it's another person to get an outsider in who really does not care about the way things have been done prior and yeah. views the system as corrupt and doesn't mind maneuvering that way yep. or telling you.
0: Yeah and has the money that he doesn't need the money politics it was a give. unique interesting circumstance yes. yeah and,
1: and as the time goes on it's going to be very interesting to watch but again at the rate yeah. you know you, you know it could be a diversion potentially mm-hmm. to take uh, uh the public's attention off of the bad economy it could be uh, the oil prices it could be uh the shit that's going on with China bad foreign policy I don't know I mean I'm throwing out ideas mm-hmm. And they all sound conspiratorial, but you know what? It's a cause and effect thing for me. There's a reason this happened now. Yes. Because yep. if it was about espionage, I would think for a national security thing, yep. it should have been done about oh, two weeks after he was gone. Yeah, exactly.
0: They knew he had documents with him.
1: Yeah, so why all of a sudden yeah. now have they selected? Yeah, or or is, are you going to admit that our government's that fucking incompetent that, oh, these are these secret nuclear documents, oh, I guess we should go retrieve those. Right. We just yeah. found out about them <laughs> right. now. Right, <laughs> I mean, I, I have a hard time. Gra- I mean,
0: that's not that's not the uh, case. How do you wrap your head around that? This was a well-timed rage. All right. So CDC has dropped all
1: <laughs> quarantine requirements for COVID. I know COVID your favorite subject, uh, but I have to mention it because like that's something that kind of, you know, the powers would be kind of like the slid that passed
0: us this past week. So right? what changed? That, that, my question because I, I think the recommendation also says, well, you should still wear masks if you're in an area of high transmission. So my question is, and this is just me being a logical thinker, okay, six months ago when we, there was areas of high transmission, however they define it, like X amount of cases per 100,000, right? It was social distance. You should quarantine if you, if you get it and wear masks. Now, we don't have to quarantine or social distance, but we still need to wear masks. Like, what changed? And that's my problem with this whole thing. It's just fucking made up as they go. And right now, I'm at the point
1: when I look at it. Anytime I see these little pockets of mask mandate shit, I think one thing, and I think mm-hmm. I look that is a absolutely a power play That's for it. whoever has the power at that moment yep. in that little geographical reason to press the fucking button. Down. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing but a power play. Yep, I, I at this point for sure. I think That's, there's lots of power plays that went on through the whole thing 100%. regionally. Yep, right, but. I think now when I see little pockets of it, I I don't think it's rooted on rooted in safety. I'm sorry, call me naive. I think it's a power play for whatever
0: politician can get away with it. Yeah, and and it's just, and it is. It's it's a totally arbitrary power play because it does nothing. Let's. What's the point of it, right? To keep people safe. Well, why don't we just tell people to social distance? Like that because we know masks aren't that effective. Wash your fucking hands, right? Like wash your hands. Don't cough on people. I mean, you should stay sick if you ha- if you're fucking sick, stay home mm-hmm. or keep six feet apart. We're now the CDC saying you don't need to do that, but you still need to wear a mask. Like what the fuck? Like that. In my mind, that just, it just defies message. logic.
1: It defies logic. The messaging is nuts. Yeah, uh, Alex Jones. did you follow any of that shit? Yeah. So let me let me start oh, a lawyer this one. Man, off. Yes. Yeah, let me start this one out. Yeah, I, there's a lot, lot lot of ways to go yeah. here, and I don't know if the jackass actually warrants all this. Wor- yeah. These words we're going to give him. Um, <laughs> before I get into why the guy dri- has driven me crazy for a long time, okay. the irony of Alex Jones though is when you look at all the stuff. Mm-hmm he does occasionally predict or have insider information where he gets it. I do not know. You're right. I've also spent time. I'll never get back, but I've spent time over the last couple of years watching his appearances on Rogan. Mm -hmm. He's actually a friend of Rogan's and Rogan's kind of a sympathetic ear. Rogan doesn't agree with him on a lot of stuff. Yep. Um, But Rogan has found something within the man that he finds funny, I think. But it's interesting to see that he occasionally mm-hmm. comes up with like stuff like how did he know that? Like, yeah, two years ahead of time. So mm-hmm. that's why I think there's always that little air of validity. That's why I think Info World Wars has the broad base, because it's not just catering to conspiracy yep. theorists. It's got a broader reach than that. It and does. I, and I think it's because he at times has been right. Absolutely. And if you say that, you get branded as like an Alex Jones, like, I don't, and I want to tell you why I can't stand the guy. So yeah. that being said, the reason why he drives me insane, Rock, over the years is, and we I've said this to you before, he is the kind of guy that would go deer hunting and take a machine gun mm-hmm. and spray the entire fucking forest. Yeah. He'll get his deer. Yeah. But the collateral damage of his words and his bullshit, and, that, and that's yeah. what's happening with Sandy Hook is you have, he... You know, I don't know enough about all the crap that he said, but he certainly, he, he certainly, by denying that happened or, or throwing a conspiracy element to that, yeah. he hurt a lot of people. Now again, yeah. we're in a country where we talk about hurt feelings a lot, but this is about the death of children. Yeah, that's another level, man. Totally different level. Yeah. It's so, pretty- so again. I don't know. You can talk more about the procedural law stuff. But on the emotional standpoint, mm-hmm. as a citizen and as a human being, mm-hmm. I think a lot of what he does, uh, whether it's intended or not for Mr. Jones, mm-hmm. c- is rather despicable, verbally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree. And I understand why there's pain mm-hmm. at, at times. Yeah. Not always. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are butthurt to be, to be butthurt. In Absolutely. this particular it's- instance— You know, I think he's kind of getting in some
0: regards his just desserts because it was really he was claiming that the the Sandy Hook where they were false flag actors. And all he had to do is
1: he could have done he could have gotten his point across Mm -hmm. without hurting other people involved with that. He just I don't know if he has the skill to maneuver that way. I don't no. know.
0: No, I, I don't right. know. I, th- I think he's just wired differently. He can't. He's not a. He's not going to maneuver tactfully through situations like if this. You,
1: you, I challenge you, if you've not seen him on Rogan and you're bored out, oh, of, yeah. your, I mean, well, bored out of your brain. yeah, I've watched on Rogan. So, no, only because, not even for the substance, just to mm-hmm. watch the way he just goes. Yeah. Rogan couldn't even corral him. Rogan, no, Rogan you can't couldn't even slow
0: could. him down. No, you can't. He's He he is a wound manic. toy. He's, he's manic, yes. But the whole the whole trowel. I mean, so what happened with this particular issue? Yeah. So so the the, the thirty thousand foot view is his attorneys sent over a file in error that had all of his text messages. Shit, he said he didn't have, and it had all this evidence and text messages on this you know file to be downloaded that was just damaging. So he he risked perjuring himself, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. And the I guess the attorney's legal assistant sent it over in error. They they corrected themselves, or they said, "I think we sent you the wrong file. We'll send you the new one." I don't believe they ever did. And then the plaintiff's attorney downloaded it and took the evidence, and it was basically that person's moment in the sun. Now, again, procedurally, like every every state has different procedural rules, and federal courts different procedural rules, but. I look at it from a decorum in the profession perspective. If I would send someone something on the opposing counsel and I said I sent that to you in error, that is not the right foul. I would expect that person not to open it and you know use that against me. Now, if they do, that's their choice and I fucked up, so I would own that responsibility, but there is a certain decorum in the profession. ethics they call it. Yeah, that, ethics. Right? yeah. I mean but, but His attorneys committed malpractice. I mean, that's a huge error. I mean, that is a big. They basically lost him the case. So, yeah. And they, I I watched the next day. They filed a motion to like to to squash the evidence, and um, the judge was like, "No, like not going to do it." And it just it was. It was one of those moments, you know, I just, I have friends that are lawyers and they were all over Facebook posting because, you know, people are, you know, liberal and conservative and everyone's like fighting over there's an angle. It. There's an, there's an angle to it. Yeah. No one ever just, and, and that's what the, the sidebar, like that's what frustrates me about social media because I have friends, that I think are, you know, that I went to law school that are very intelligent people, but in everything they put out, there's always a political leaning to it. It's just like, just talk about the procedural. Don't, Ch- champion because you're a liberal, like yeah, he got what he deserved. Like his lawyers fucked up, and it's just like, just speak to what happened. We don't need to put our political opinion or our political bend on everything we say. That's the problem I have with, and that's why that's why this country's become so toxic. You nailed it because everybody has that's to put it. their put their opinion or their. I don't give a shit about your political opinion. Like like you shouldn't give a shit about mine. It's mine, right? If I'm putting something out there, if someone asks me, I'll discuss it. But if I'm referring to something that's very factual and objective in nature, there is no reason for me to put my political spin on it. Mm -hmm. But I I remember that day I was just watching. I'm thinking of a couple people in particular. I'm not going to say their names, but they were posting and sharing articles and just – you just the way they were writing you're like oh, like you're such a fuck bag they're and they're just, to, and they try to justify their point yeah it's like you're like i'm a lawyer listen to me i'm the expert yes this this and this but then it's like all this like liberal bullshit and all this conservative bullshit And it's like just shut the fuck up
1: do yeah. you does anybody care about ukraine anymore <laughs> they're still fighting russia russia's invaded them yeah would, but you don't see it on the news no. and-
0: it's not it's not popular to care about anymore Like that's really popular that's what that's how i look at it like looking back at people you know when the whole thing started like everybody changing their facebook Mm -hmm. profile to i stand with ukraine well do you because i mean the shit's still going on i haven't heard and i could just picture people in my head that had that and now they've moved on to the next hot topic and it's and to me it's like if you truly care about a cause you're going to care about the cause until the cause is resolved Mm -hmm. Most people are just caring about a cause to say they care about a cause.
1: I hate to use this word, but
0: it's like the sexy thing to do at the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I hate the fact that Facebook allows you to change your profile to add a flag or to add this because all it does is gives people a reason to feel good about themselves when they don't really give a shit about the cause. Because I would ask those people, have you sent money to Ukraine? Yeah, to me that's the litmus test. Yeah, right. What have you done other than change your Facebook profile picture? That's the litmus test. Right. Like, because I like I don't. That's easy. Right. Like, there's no no validity to that. No. Like, I, I I'm a charitable person. I donate money to charity all the time. I don't put it out there. And I don't change my profile picture. Say, hey, I'm supporting child abuse this month, or hey, like well, I'm involved in charity events. Like mm-hmm. I share those to try and get people to donate. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't wear as a badge. No, like, and so many people were doing that. Like, and I get it if you're trying to, you know, prayer support or whatever. Yeah. But it's the people that put that and they take a position, very hard position. But like, okay, well, what are you doing? Like they, they don't, don't understand
1: you the position. Right. That's the thing. And, then, and I don't, and, and again, when I say that, I, there's a lot of things that I tend to lean and get passionate about, but I have to learn to walk myself back. Like, I don't have all the facts. Right. Now, I definitely think Putin's an evil fucker. I absolutely believe yes. it. I think that Zelensky, you know, I believe he was doing the best he could, sure, in the circumstance he was put in there. But I'm always suspect of him, and now him and his wife being on the cover of uh, Vogue Europe. Did you see that shit? No. So don't quote me the exact publication, but I believe it is Vogue. They did a cover of this glamorous cover of Zelensky and his wife in During the middle of, of fucking war. I'm not shitting you. Look it up. So they're on the cover of you know. I think it's Vogue. I'm pretty sure it's Vogue. It's not wow. Vanity Fair. I believe it's Vogue. Okay. So that immediately, how did that to me? Like, how did that jive with you know being in the trenches and watching your brethren right. getting killed and pleading right. to the world for more yeah. money and all that stuff? So again, it doesn't. Right. It it does not change my mind on the right and the wrong generally sure. in this war because yeah. they were in the sovereign state invaded. Yeah by a bully yeah. and that bully is indiscriminately killing civilians so yes. yeah, I know the right and wrong of that visually but there's so much more to the story Yes, and it just it's sad that that's when I saw that I was like
0: if you're in the middle of a war how do you have time to do a cover shoot dude I you're I, the president I, of the fucking country <sighs> I don't understand that alright
1: uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this but this, Elizabeth Warren who is just I've just never really understood her much. I don't you like know? her at all. Well, I don't know I have an opinion on her. I don't have an opinion on the person. But she's kind of like that school. She reminds me of a school teacher. Her and Hillary Clinton had the same thing. My my good friend Jim mm. used to say this for decades. He's like, I. it isn't that I don't like Hillary Clinton as a human because I don't know her. But what drives me crazy about her is, like, she reminds me of that second-grade school teacher, Mm -hmm. right, that you just didn't like because it was always a lecture, and she was always telling you how you should be doing things. And Hillary Clinton's always telling you how much better or how much that she knows that you don't know and how you should be doing things. And don't look too closely at me. It's none of your business. You just do as I say. That's how – Clinton appealed to me. Not appealed to me. That's the impression I had of her. That that never changed. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, they got even more spiteful as the years went on. Oh, yeah. But I think Elizabeth Warren has a little bit of that in her, too. And it's not a a knock on her intelligence or her credentials. Mm -hmm. It's just a knock on her public presence. All that being said, she made the comment. She made this comment. Now, this is Elizabeth Warren. She said... In the era of wokeness, and in the era of all this gender, gender fluidity and this confusion now about are there women, aren't there women, are they birthing people, are men allowed to be men, are traditional women allowed to be women, and Villa, all the crap that goes on right now in, in the confusion, she makes the following comment, Rocco. If I had a penis, I'd be president. She said that.
0: Yeah. Yes. No one made that up. She right. said that. Right. So what, she, what she's basically saying is, I am the all supreme female. And the only thing preventing me from running the free world is I don't have a dick. Like, that's how I read it. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to say on that. Like, it's, it's so, because again, now you're now you're diminishing the value of women. You why can't you be you president? Think. Like it's not because you and you're saying that it's a male run country, it's a male run world, and there's the patriarchal system, which I believe we've shattered that somewhat. And you know, and then you're saying, okay, well, if I had a penis, I'd be president. But then, you know, the, and again, like, like like we said before, it's like they're trying to erase feminism. Yeah. Like, that's really where it is. Cause that's I, where I, I, was think, going I think with this. women are powerful. Like, women do things men cannot do. No doubt. There is, there is something so powerful about a feminine woman or feminism in general that I admire. And now we're just trying to erase it by saying a statement like that, that I would be present if I had a penis. You're basically saying that women are the weaker sex. And that's not the case. Like I believe we are Mm -mm. equal. We are equally skilled, and we are men are more powerful in certain things. Women are more powerful. I believe
1: the genders complement each other. Absolutely. I I mean, mean, not just for the sake of reproduction, but I mean, you know, now. But yes, there was absolute male dominance in society forever, and and in certain pockets, there's there's unfair shit that goes on. But that's life, right? Yes. At this point, but but women and that in the feminist feminist movement, to my understanding, has made Unbelievable strides. Right. And it's for the betterment of society. Right. So, yes. So, you know, it, I can't put my finger on it, but it's like there are folks out there that want to de-emphasize what a woman is, mm-hmm. which to me then is kind of saying, if you're not de-emphasizing what a man is, mm-hmm. just woman, then you're kind of like turning them into males. Like to some degree, like is yeah. you know, like if it's you're blurring the lines in some regard. Well, it, it, I, it, I don't understand.
0: It, it, it's selective optics. It's like okay, we're gonna say. Women, when it's convenient to say women, the Roe v. Wade thing. It's my, I'm a woman. It's my body, my choice. Right. So that was the whole argument there. Yeah. Which, okay. Now it's like in this situation, well, I'd, I'd be present if I was a man. So you're basically saying a woman can't be present. That statement is basically saying, I'm the most qualified person. The only thing preventing me is that I'm not a male. Yeah. I
1: mean, there's uh, there's so many things to read into that. But one of the things you just nailed is, is that there's a huge level of fucking
0: arrogance right there. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean it has nothing to do with I, gender. It's just saying, no. I
1: am. I am it. I am it. Yeah. And, and listen, you need confidence in politics, but th- that it just comes off crass to me. It really, really does. crass, coming from a group of folks uh, on that um, extreme left that they put themselves above everybody. Anyways, they don't see it in their own eyes, but that's no. what they're doing. That's exactly. how most of America sees that. Yes, that mindset. Mm-hmm. And again, another example of like lecturing, talking down.
0: Yeah. It's just nuts to me. And like, they have no self awareness of what they're doing.
1: Right? They don't realize the optics of that to to the to the majority of yeah. voting people, mm-hmm. and they wonder why they don't win on a national basis. It's not. It's it's it's. I, it has to be. I mean, some would say stupidity, but it really, I, I'll, I'll give them their intelligence. It's just that there's an arrogance level that's mm-hmm. unbelievable. It's an abject failure of
0: common sense. Is really what it is.
1: Oh man. I'm gonna say this last one for the end here. It's more conceptual because okay. you love those. I love those. And um, know we're kind of all over the board here, but yeah. that's what we do, you know. Yes. Um, so
0: <laughs> there's never a plan, now,
1: No, there's man. never. There's no the story of our life. No. But there, it actually is. There's the, there's a master plan. There, there always there's no is. specific, but that's the I, fun of it, right? Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> let's just go with the civility thing first. I know we touched on it a little yeah. bit in the first, but you know. It's an open-ended question. I don't want to spend too much time sure. on it, but you know, just to touch on it, like you know, when you sum up everything, Rocker, like where did? Let's not talk about decency. Let's just talk about civility at mm-hmm. the time being. Let's t- like the word civility. Mm-hmm. What our grandparents would define that. What our parents would define that. What because we are close in age, roughly. Yeah. What we define civility. What the further generations going to define it. Mm-hmm. It's been a changing term, man. Mm-hmm like w- w- how
0: how do you define it how do you define civility
1: see i i put kindness and order mm-hmm. together in the same sentence sure. the word would have to be a a, a, a an orderly system mm-hmm. that extols kindness mm-hmm. over violence or over mm-hmm. any you know it's it just a it's a, it's a quality of life thing sure. and in that sentence you're defining the quality of life mm-hmm. i see order ebbing away The Mm -hmm. breakdown of the foundation of society, sense of the order ebbs away. And I also see, um, for
0: a lot of reasons, kindness ebbing away as well. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And I think when you start removing order from a society, then I think human beings uh, revert to our animalistic nature. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, because being kind to one another is a, in my mind, a higher level process. No doubt. Than, than the animalistic nature that human beings have. It, so, when you remove order and people, it's easier to just react on instinct and, and just be assholes to each other and remove that decency and remove that kindness because there's no consequences anymore. Like when you start, when you start removing police departments and you know not putting criminals away, you're removing the the order that's put in society to ensure civility. Mm-hmm. Now people are like, well, it's just easier to do whatever the fuck I want instead of trying to be nice to people or trying to refrain from doing wrong things. Mm-hmm. And I just look at it; is it's a deterioration of society right now. And it's, it's exempl- easy. It's exemplified certainly in the bigger cities. Absolutely, in the, 20, in
1: the middle of 2020, we we did the crazy, when I look back on this, we did the craziest thing. We identified a problem in society mm-hmm. and instead of putting a plan together to, to fix it logically or start to try to start fixing it, we created another problem. We just went from one horrible thing and, and said, okay, that's fucked up. Here's another fucked up thing to counteract that. The being that we just, Took the police away. Defund the police. Yeah. Like we saw, we saw a bad thing happen to some people, and and, and to fix that, mm-hmm. we're just going to destroy the institution. <laughs> so like that yeah. was going to make everything yeah, better right. like exactly. we like we're we should be intelligent creatures in the year 2020 2022 mm-hmm. to realize you know basic things and if you take the order and the protection out of society mm-hmm. criminals and those that are inclined to be thinking that way are going to take advantage right yeah that's just fucking logic
0: it's it's stupid and i, I would and it's like i look third at third great grade thinking man yeah like okay so if i if i eat food that was cooked, and I get food poisoning, right? It's like, oh, shit. So now, we're just like, we're not going to cook food anymore. Like, fuck it. We're not going to cook food anymore, because cooking the food caused the problem. Let's just not cook the food anymore. All it's going to do is just prevent the, you know, the cooking of the food was the one thing that prevented people from getting sick by eating, like, raw meat. Yeah, there might be one bad apple every once in a while. One thing is maybe undercooked, and you get sick. We're just saying say, you know what? This person got food poisoning we're just gonna not cook the food anymore we, we don't know what how to fix it we're just gonna it's like such simple logic like how do you fucking remove a police force we're gonna defund the police okay who's gonna put order in society we're gonna put social workers to go on and talk to criminals are you fucking kidding me like are you kidding me? the same thing with the whole gun debate it's like well criminals are still criminals
1: Hundred percent. Like
0: they're still criminals. You just by just by putting more strict gun laws in place. 100%. does not mean like you know what? I'm gonna not be a criminal anymore because I just you know these gun laws are just too strict. I'm gonna go get a job at Sheets. It's not gonna fucking happen. Like think about. I mean, it's that simple. And I don't understand why we don't talk about it that way. Like people think that oh if we you know we have all these shootings. We, and I get there are certain things that need fixed end-all be-all criminals are still criminals then then fix the things right but don't tear down don't tear down an institution
1: right don't turn on the safety for the average person on the street correct it's unbelievable yeah you 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 tear down the protection for the masses to address an issue a bad issue but an issue that that addressed a few yes which is which crazy which doesn't help the few which you're trying to help right
0: you hurt the masses and and the whole and the whole thing with the whole defund the police and and i'm just going to say it in in all these situations where these tragic things happened we also have to remember that most of those instances these people were in the middle of a commission of a crime Mm -hmm. so it's like i know as a person if i commit a crime a possible consequence of that is death Mm -hmm. because i'm breaking the law Mm -hmm. maybe it should not happen but I've got to understand that if I engage in an action, yeah. there is a consequence to that action, and we don't talk about that. And it's, but
1: it's again, you're right. It's a risk, right? Yes. And bad. I used to have a, used to have a, a relative used to say to me when I was young, you know, Eric, not much good happens after midnight, right? And I'm not implying that these circumstances happen in midnight; they happen right. in daylight. But I'm saying. The essence of context of what I'm saying is, you got to mitigate risk, and you got to learn risk mitigation mm-hmm. at its most basic level when you're young, right. right? Yes. So when you get into your late teens and twenties, mm-hmm. you got a foundation in that. Hey, yep. these things, worst things can happen if right. I take these chances. Yes. I think there's a, uh, folks in the society don't get that no. they were either weren't raised with it or they've had other influences like television and movie and the rest of it that supersede maybe yes. logic at times. And you're right, horrible things happen. Yeah, beyond the initial act, sure. Yeah, times and that and that is, but you, that
0: is, we put yourself
1: there to do that
0: exactly. Often, and that's the thing. Like I get like those things should those ultimate consequences should not have happened. We need to fix those. Problems. But how did we get there? Right, that's the thing. Like how did you get there in the first place? Like if I go out and drink ten beers and decide to get in my car and drive and go eighty miles but an you'd hour, you'd be an asshole. And get in, and a wreck, yeah, yeah. Like it's I. Understand the consequence of that action. And if I would get killed, like that's on me. Like I engage in a risky behavior. Same thing here. If you get, if you, you know, get killed in the mission of the commission of a crime, Mm -hmm. remove the commission of a crime and you don't get killed. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about that. And I get, there are unfortunate and terrible things that happen. Yeah, there, there's two
1: parts of the equation. Absolutely, you, you, you address the the abhorrent behavior of the cop. Yes, who should be just executing justice. Yes, the best way possible in mm-hmm. the circumstance. But then we can't absolve the root of why the issue happened to begin Correct. with. Yes. The root didn't get the attention.
0: Exactly. That's it because we don't want to give the root the attention.
1: Yeah, because it
0: doesn't fall in favor with it's the, not the narrative thing. It's and, not that, the narrative. And, and we
1: need to be more sophisticated in thought that yes. way all right so uh you remember Joan of Arc from history class yeah yeah. the French heroine yeah did you know that there is a new UK play where they're going to try to rewrite that and make her a
0: non-binary character of course why wouldn't we do that why wouldn't we erase history or change history it's
1: newsworthy (laughs) because it's in the news
0: why like why to make people feel better? Well, so I read one of the articles about it and it said I don't know. That, that they were, uh, it's just, it, it was, it's written as a, well, what if? What if she was non binary? You could say that about everybody. Well, and it's just like, what? But that wasn't even a thing back then. So we're really trying to erase and rewrite history. Mm-hmm. Like, when did the whole oh, non binary. We're great at that. Right. But it's like, come on, like, j- j- just let certain things be. Why does it matter, is my boy? Well, that's what I don't understand. The story like, that's is the, the whole essence
1: point. of what happened, correct. And, and I think that I, I could be wrong, but I believe women have enjoyed that story because of the the fierce nature, yes, strong female character, yeah. The ethics of the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it reflected well on the female gender, yes, yes,
0: a powerful woman. That, I'm that, so confused. That, what, I, I don't I don't. <laughs> What's get the that point because, here? Because, again, it's like, in, in, and to my mind, it's like, okay, doesn't that piss women off? Like, women that, that, think. that truly are about feminism and the strong female, that would piss me off. Like, mm-hmm. you're trying to rewrite this and say, oh, Joan of Arc, who has always throughout history been deemed this powerful woman. Was she really a woman? Maybe she was just not a woman. Maybe she was non-binary. So, how now you're taking a figure that symbolized a powerful piece of a gender and saying, Nope, we're gonna put it in this category now. Okay. Like you're taking that away. Like why? Like what's the point of doing that? I don't know, man. I I, I, I
1: So is the bigger picture, Rocco, we've got too many groups in society. Yes. You know? Yes. Like groups, like you know that that sounds kind of a weird thing to say, but it appears to me mm-hmm. that maybe we've always had groups of people, but they all didn't have equal voices because it made more sense when you would equate um, their the strength of their voice based upon how much participation there was. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't I don't know. Case in point, take something is elementary is music, right? Yeah. Why are some bands more successful than others? Well, they have a broader appeal. Yeah, that's how it's rooted, right? They're better. You hear? Well, that's subjective, but I think the the litmus test happens by appeal. Sure, they must be better. Yeah, whatever better defined as if more people dig them, Mm -hmm. we're okay with that in society. Yeah, but we're not okay with. Um, anyone's particular uh, political group mm-hmm. or however self-identification thing is, we should all have equal footing. I get the equal rights thing, thousand percent. It's in me. Mm-hmm. But in terms of unique, specific stuff, mm-hmm. we just create stuff, make a make a cause, find a couple fig- people that dig our cause, or you know, a small swath of people that dig our cause, mm-hmm. and now we elevate the voice. Yeah, and it doesn't. And then it starts to dictate. Yeah. And that's kind of where we find ourselves in this weird dichotomy. And other countries are looking at us like, you're out of your fucking mind.
0: We are out of our fucking mind. You know,
1: you have elevated these small little voices of crazy shit sometimes. 100%. And not only have you elevated their voice to be in the same level playing field, mm-hmm. sometimes you've elevated them
0: above yeah. what the rest of society wants. Yeah, you give them more validity. because it's nuts. Uh, well, and, and that's the problem. right? You create these groups that I, I believe, like we have said, equality of opportunity, not equality of results. Oh, but, but now definitely. we're looking at, okay, if we create a group of just a, a, an identifier – well, they should have the same results as everybody else. It's like, no, no, no. That's not okay. how this board
1: works. Should, yeah, and it's interesting because they're now conflating, and they're getting away with it, I think, in theory, because they're conflating the, uh, God-given rights because they're identifying this new identity they've created. Mm-hmm. And because that's a human thing, yeah, they should have those inalienable human rights of equality. Yeah. But it's a sometimes it's just a new made up definition, right? You see what I mean? It's like it's not based upon normal, established definitions that right. are little sectors of that. Mm-hmm. They've taken this little sector and made it its own thing. Yeah, I, I, I look at the, it sounds conflated, but I'm saying yeah, they've elevated their specifics mm-hmm. to mean something weight wise in
0: society that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, you've heard of transabled right like people What's are ad- people are identifying as disabled stop what, the, what yeah i mean there, there's the, yeah, people have been uh, identifying as disabled they're called i think they're called transabled so they're they're not disabled but they're identifying as disabled like that's because how, they want to be because they get there's they get treated differently if they're disabled they get different benefits they get they get um you know to park in handicapped spots like different shit like that oh, That I, I, that's I, how fucking I, I, crazy I, we've gotten i'm i'm jumping off there well, that's what i'm saying like I, but I, but 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 that's a pure example of what I you're saying we've we've created the category to say i'm going to identify as disabled so i can conflate my value to now take advantage of these things that are truly meant for disabled people no, that's just despicable it's completely despicable but it's become normalized
1: like in society. everything else,
0: right? Like that's the problem. Whatever whim you have,
1: yes. whatever you can possibly dream yes. up in your head, Johnny, you can make it a reality. Listen, man,
0: I'm going to identify as handsome and intelligent, and if you call me something otherwise, I'm offended. And like like that,
1: cancel you out.
0: Right? It's fucking bullshit.
1: Um, on so only sa- refer
0: to me as handsome and intelligent from now on. Okay. Okay. You got, you got, got it. That's it. <laughs> <I'm just> good. <kidding. laughs> Uh, It's kind of a sad thing, but uh,
1: you're familiar with the author Solomon Rushdie? Yes. Wrote the Satanic Verses. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a critique and um, it's a strong critique of uh, the Islam religion. Mm -hmm. Wrote it in 88 or 89. Yeah. Um, He was stabbed, and I think at the time of this filming, I think unfortunately is near death, happened in New York City. Yeah. And... Uh, and I think it was an Iranian sympathizer who did Jeez. the deed. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, like, you know, he's already a person who has had his life threatened. I think the Ayatollah Khomeini, the second one, back in the late '80s, put a three million dollar price tag on his head. Yeah, and this has been going on for a long time. How do you not have better? Sec- Just the elemental question: How do you not have better security for this guy when he comes to speak at your function? Like, how does someone get yeah. the ability to run up on stage and stab like?
0: You know, there was there's a breakdown there somewhere. Yeah, or right? maybe they thought he's not, uh, you know, a, a person of importance of that extent anymore. I mean, that could be too, right? Because you're looking at, okay, well, what type of event was he speaking at? Like, I mean, I've spoken at events, but there's no security. Like, if someone the no to one's stabbed me. No,
1: no world leaders put a $3 million price tag on me. Also true. That I know. That <laughs> yes. I know. I mean, maybe it's there.
0: I would hope not. I'm, I tend to be a decent human being. I would like to think that no one's putting a bounty on my head, but maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean that that could be the case. I don't know. I don't know all the facts in yeah. particular, but it, it can be. You know, what's well, a
1: generational thing? I, I was, yeah. uh, you know, late eighties. You know, you were still probably, you know, I wasn't fucking
0: playing with GI Joe. There and you know he goes.
1: There you go. But I remember the the book coming out. I was probably like tw- my early twenties. Yeah, like it was a big thing on. I don't know the news cycle was much different back then. Yeah. But that was a certainly, uh, and I'm not a Salman Rushdie scholar, I can't articulate on the novel, but I know it was a very impactful book, and it really pissed off a good portion portion of the world's population. Of course. a lot of, you know. Of course. Muslims. So, yeah, yeah, but that's a, I just, I just think about, like, violence for sake of violence. Like, we're watching it, like, in high definition yeah, uh, Like, real life freaking
0: violence. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It is crazy, crazy. Um, and you know I guess the actress Anne Hesh Am I pronouncing that yeah, right? Yeah, he- yeah, Hesh or Hesch? Yeah, Anne Hesh. Yeah, she, I guess she. She's in critical got condition. Co- She's dead. Oh, she died. She died this morning. Yeah. Really. Yep. Yeah, they. But I guess
0: she was coked up. I guess she took a bunch of cocaine, and that's she true. also has a documentary coming out about um, child trafficking. Interesting. Yeah. I just saw something. There comes said a that, conspiracy theory. I, I, mean, I just, like, I just saw something the last night or this morning that was talking about. They said it's still going to air. So that it's like a Netflix documentary she made about, um, you know, either child pornography or child trafficking. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like all of a sudden, like she gets coked up and runs a car into a house, <laughs> like right before this documentary's on. There, I mean, there there come, comes conspiracy. I mean. There's yeah. just so many things that line up. It's like, is it a conspiracy? I don't know, but I yeah. feel like you never fucking know anymore
1: yeah i didn't I don't know much about her. I know that she struggled with um you know her um I said it worses not get condemned for saying the word struggle, but it, she talked about it struggled with with you know her gender yeah. in terms of identity. she dated men and she dated I think um. Um, Ellen Degeneres yeah, for a period yeah, of time. I yeah, was married yeah. to her, I think. Yeah, married I think to her. So. I think so. And then they they got divorced. I think she ended up having. Um, she had. I think she has a son. Yeah. I think too. Mm-hmm. The point was, I thought. I thought. I always thought she was a very attractive woman, yeah. and, and, and usually, the times I saw her, she held held herself a grace. Yeah. So it's just a tragic thing, and didn't make any sense to me. Like you know, there was a horrific video. Of that crash, did yeah. you see? I didn't see the video. No, Um it wasn't gory, but it was like they were. You could. It was. T- sh- I thought f- shot from a helicopter. They were taking her out of the vehicle and then taking her in a, in a white sheet covered over her head. Cause yeah. I guess she was burned extensively, and taking her into the ambulance. Yeah. And right before they got her into the ambulance, like she sits up. Yeah. And she got, she comes uncovered, and you can't really see you yeah. know a lot of detail, but and she leans forward and starts flailing her arms like I don't know, maybe she was in, going into a seizure, wow. I don't know, but it was really sad and really Ugh. horrifying, and like yeah, that's, scary, that's a shame, shame. Um, wrap this up, man. You've Gotta have something a little odd in the news, right? Of course. Did you see? Uh, I think his name is is it Ronaldo Ronaldo Castro, who's a young Pittsburgh Pirate. <laughs> He uh, was sliding into third base, <laughs> yeah. and his cell phone come flying out of his baseball pants pocket. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of
1: course it happened to a Pittsburgh Pirate, of it and of did. course it was a kid that
0: was just called up from the minors. Yeah, he just called up from like the Indianapolis. I think it said uh, AAA.
1: Yeah. Did you see the third base coach's reaction? It was fucking priceless.
0: Well, it's a violation of MLB rules, right? They can't have any electronic devices in the that's dugout. That's my understanding. I know yeah. football is extremely, because yeah. of the, the gambling aspect. Yeah, exactly. Right? Absolutely. Like, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things that yeah, I think gambling is definitely part of it, right? And that's a, I think they said they were going to investigate whether it was a, you know, he, I mean, the cell phone. I feel like it's a violation. It fucking fell out of his pocket when he was sliding in the third. So, like, and he said he didn't realize he had it. Like, I feel like you know when you have your <laughs> cell phone. I mean, I it was it was one of the big ones. Like I carried the max. It was a it was a big one. It was like I played baseball. Like baseball pants are tight. (laughs) You know if something's in a pocket. And I mean, I feel like when I was a kid and playing baseball, if I had a cell phone in my pocket, I would know it's there.
1: Yeah, I didn't have those luxuries. When I was a kid. I had a yeah. lot of. I had a, a big a little bag of uh, big league chew. Oh, yeah, baby. I had that. That's, yeah, I had big that league chew. Yes, or, big league know, chew. That's exactly what it was. you you'd make a mistake once in a while, and you put a like you know maybe some Rolos in there, and they'd melt. You know, but <laughs> that wasn't. You know, that's a I mean, you, seeds. you only make that mistake
0: once with chocolate when you're a kid. You know? Yeah, you don't do that. You don't do that. I didn't really eat Rolos on the baseball foot. It was always big league chew or sunflower seeds. So you were like more pro. The sunflower seed thing had not gotten to us. I'm talking like the '70s now, you know. I eat sunflower seeds now when I'm watching Molina's games. I just feel like I'm at a baseball <laughs> field. I have to eat them. It's just a natural instinct. I do. I do. It's just. It's better than chew. Yeah, exactly. I never did that. It's just the sunflower seeds. It's just there's something about them at a baseball field.
1: My friend, that, that's uh, that wraps up another two weeks. Yeah, um, yeah it's and a good it one. doesn't get any prettier. No, but World it's always keeps getting. But it's up. always fun though. Yeah. all right see it man all right see you in two weeks friends we're out